0: His best friend is his mother.
1: Janet! Doctor Scott! Janet! Ah. Oh, you're so cool, Brewster!
0: I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh?
1: It was an asylum! And it was hell! 20 years of pure hell! Movies don't create psychos! Movies make psychos more creative! They're all gonna laugh at you! Hey, shouldn't you be folding towels somewhere, sniffing jock straps? You
0: better give me those shoes, that mine give them back to me! How many times do I have to tell you Ursula Andres belongs with the transvestites, not the
1: perverts? Oh, you heterosexuals.
0: It rubs the lotion on
1: its skin or else it gets the hose again. You're a bullshit artist. They're coming, they're coming.
0: Welcome to Screaming Queens, the horror podcast with the queer eye view. My name's Jonathan Larkin. And I'm Jonathan Butler. And, um... Basically, this week, we decided that we'd all watch The Greasy Strangler, and as a result, Martin and Stephen haven't turned up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, God knows what's happened to those two. No, I'm only joking. Basically, what we're doing is, uh, me and Jonathan are having a sneaky little affair on the side, because both of us this week went to see Alien Covenant, and the other two, Martin and Stephen, haven't seen it. So, we thought it made sense for me and John to give you a little... Spoiler-free review of Alien Covenant. We will do spoiler-free, but then we will give you the horn. And after the horn, after the, after you hear the horn, that means it's all systems go for spoilers. So that's, that's the point where you need to switch off, but that won't be just yet. So when you hear this sound... If you don't want to be spoiled, switch off after that sound. So, um, how do we sum this one up then without spoilers? <laughs>
1: Oh, I don't know it, it's, it's a sequel to Prometheus Sequel to Prometheus So
0: the basically the, the, the premise is The crew of a colony ship They're headed for a remote planet And um, on the way there They get like a distress signal They're
1: hit by a solar flare aren't they A solar flare yeah they hit by a solar flare that damages the, the sails of the ship yeah. I, I'm guessing yeah. um, So they have to go out and fix it Yeah while they've stop- stopped to fix it and make repairs to get a distress signal from a nearby planet. Yeah, he gets it on his helmet, doesn't he?
0: <laughs> John Denver in his helmet. John Denver in his helmet. Is the guy who gets it on his helmet, is he the one from Eastbound? And yeah, down it's Danny McBride. Or... Danny McBride. Yeah. So the cast includes Danny McBride. James Franco. James Franco. you blink you miss James Franco. Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender <laughs> again. Billy Crudup.
1: Yeah, I actually thought he was quite good, wasn't it? So who's he, is he the captain who's... Yeah,
0: he's like the second in command to become the captain. Right, I see, yeah. And Catherine Waterston is the sort of heroine. Fake Ripley. Fake Ripley, and she's just nothing to her. No. Is she supposed to have some sort of gravitas or You
1: can't you can't force it, you can't you... Yeah. Yeah. So she plays Daniels, doesn't she? she I couldn't is... even remember her name.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm on IMDb, that's how I remember. <laughs> uh, and she is the Ripley of of Falian yeah. Covenant. Um, so, yeah, they get this distress signal from another planet and they decide that rather than carry on on their, on their sort of uh, plan to this faraway planet that they're going to colonise, they decide that they'll take a bit of a detour and go and check out this distress signal. And they think also this this planet is a bit closer and it might actually be a good place yeah. to colonise. Because, um, I mean, minor spoilers here, but five, ten minutes into the film, everyone's sort of cryogenically frozen on yeah. because the, the trip is so long. And there's basically there's a there's uh, a mishap with one of the pods, isn't there? Yeah. Um, and we won't go into it too much, but it doesn't it doesn't end well for one of the characters. <laughs> so they decide yeah. that rather than risk their lives and go back into the pods to sleep for another seven years before they get to the, the, the destination, they will try this other planet because it might just save yeah. them. Doing I think that. they scan
1: it first, don't they, and say, "Oh, it looks habitable. It, mm. it you know, it, it it's hospitable, so they could they could probably live there." It looks like the Lake District. Yeah, it's probably be, Iceland or Australia
0: or New Zealand. Yeah. New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah, and you can kind of tell it's yeah. all very green and lush and big, huge, Middle Earth. Huge <laughs> mountains. So yeah, they go to Middle Earth, uh, and they, whilst on the, this planet, things start to go wrong. Yeah, um, pretty fast. Pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. It kind of it sort of meanders for the first sort of twenty minutes. they yeah. Sort of faff about empty. And then it's like, oh shit, we need to do something, and it, it sort of kicks off from there. Mm. But then when it kind of gets going, you think great, and then it suddenly s- stops again and becomes a bit pretentious again. I just,
1: and... I, I just don't think it knows what it wants to be. Yeah, yeah. That's
0: that's my problem with it. Yeah. So the first, let's talk about the first, the opening scene, the first five minutes. Oh, Guy Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce and Michael Fassbender in the most pretentiously written and um, acted scene
1: <laughs> I think I've witnessed
0: in a long time. <laughs>
1: it's so weird he's describing all like the artifact around him and he's like Steinway piano yeah and he's like talking about the chair he's sitting in as well yeah. and, and different. oh yeah he's got David is not he he's got Michelangelo's David yeah. in this room but you can't see his head he just it's just from the neck down
0: all you can see is his ass, <laughs> which is fine the um, and I love the fact that Michael Fassbender's um accent when he plays he's, he's so Michael Fassbender plays David in the first bit doesn't he David and he is the
1: no he's Walter or was it David no I think it is to, with the scene with Guy Pearce it's David David at the beginning who's in Prometheus and he was in Prometheus right yeah.
0: so, so the scene with Guy Pearce is before Prometheus then isn't it yeah. wasn't Guy Pearce old in Prometheus yeah right and they're talking about um wanting to know where he came from yeah. uh, the meeting his creator meeting his create-all. creator sorry. creator creator exactly. Michael Fassbender does this most ridiculous accent which sounds like somebody who's not British trying to be British. He, and it's it's really like forced creator. He is British now. I don't know and why. He, he's exactly. Exactly. And it's, he, he, during this film he becomes so camp, it's almost like C-3PO is no longer the campest robot ever made. David <laughs> I is.
1: I didn't think
0: of that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, he no, does He makes C-3PO sound like Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> 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 how would you sum the film up without spoiling it
1: it's more of Prometheus it's adding it's adding mythology it's adding backstory to the alien the alien universe that we all know whether they need to I don't I don't really know
0: well it's like everything needs backstory these days yeah there was a time a lot of our listeners will remember this time there was a time when a film could just could just operate on its present and on its future and it was like this is film is scary because yeah. we're really good at making you scared mm. whereas these days they seem to be so scared to, to actually try that that they they'd rather spend all the time inventing a, a backstory, look at the Halloween shit sequels with yeah. the remix that Rob Zombie Amazing, and um, all of the Marvel stuff that's all like about okay. origins and all that, isn't yeah. it? And it's like it's like padding out yeah. a very thin script,
1: isn't it? It probably should well, the story I heard was they you the originally wanted to make one film as a prequel to as a prequel to Alien, sorry, to like give a bit of backstory to this universe. But then Jordan process, he said, oh, we can make this a trilogy instead and get three films out of it. Ah, okay. So instead of it being one film, Damon Lindelof changed the script to, oh, we top it into three and we can make three films out of it. And obviously the studio was like, oh, yeah, we can make three films instead of one film. Yeah. So it's more money for us. Right. Oh, that makes more sense. So we've got another one on the way then. Yeah, there's one more. There's one more that will probably lead into Alien, I suspect. Right. Okay. But the, but the timeline has been messed up so much anyway that it doesn't really make sense. Oh, no. So the
0: writers on this film?
1: It was John Logan, wasn't it? Is he, is he the guy who was writing? He's Well, he's a gladiator, isn't he? Is one of the writers
0: um, someone who's working on the new Halloween? I don't think so, no.
1: I it's... think Danny McBride is involved. Right. But I think he's only at a producer level. Ah, I see, I see. I think because him and James Franco, got their like production company, haven't they? Yeah, and they do stuff together. So that's why James Franco. That's why. D- that's why James Franco's there.
0: So you won't have seen. I don't think you'll see him in the trailer, But he, James Franco, is in this film. Yeah, yeah, he's in it. The- Please, yeah. open up. I can't do that. I can't do that. <laughs>
1: sure about this captain how do you mean i really don't know what the fuck's out there i think it it struggles with its identity really it's not quite a sci-fi and it tries to go for horror but doesn't really capture the horror Mm.
0: i think some of the horror is is quite good i mean there are bits that are good there's a great action sequence as well i thought Mm. the bit with the crane yeah, that was good. There's a great action sequence that's very kind of... And it nods to Ripley again, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Using,
1: using construction equipment to, yeah.
0: to fight an alien. Yeah. Um, so, the, you know, there are, there are really good moments and it looks amazing, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah,
1: it looks good. And but that, my issue with Prometheus was I the look of it was good. The production design was amazing. But it was the script and the characters on the plot. The, mm-hmm. It just ruined. It, it fell apart. It's the same with this, Yeah, yeah the Yeah. More, the, the more you think about it, the less... The less it makes sense, yeah. I, I find. Yeah. Which which makes me think, did nobody... Like the script, did nobody take a second look at the script? Or uh, did, they, did they literally just film the first draft? Wasn't it like the first draft that got filmed for Prometheus? Supposedly it was Prometheus. It was some... I can't remember. There was a writer. Another writer wrote it. And then they got Damon Lindelof to do... Oh, just give us a little treatment on this. He changed a few things and so passed it to them. And he just filmed that. <laughs> they never came... They never went back to him and to... <laughs> Get any follow up? They're just like, oh yeah, that's fine. We'll just film now.
0: There's a moment in this in the film where one of the characters says, "There's so much here that doesn't make sense." <laughs> and by this point, I was wondering whether she she she'd read the wrong thing. And basically, it was a note on the script that mm. was that was referring to the dialogue, and she'd read that instead of the dialogue. Um So yeah, I mean, I I did enjoy it. I think it's I think it's silly. It's it's a spectacle. It's big and loud. Um, and it is real. I mean, for our you know queer listeners who like a bit of camp, it's extreme. <laughs> Some of the campness in it is unbelievable, which I yeah. I, I really wasn't expecting. No, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't.
1: expect so much campness in a in a horror, a sci-fi horror film. Yeah, that's in the alien universe. Yeah. Don't don't get me wrong. There was stuff I enjoyed about it, but there just wasn't enough. It again, it falls into the same trap as Prometheus, where it looks good, but yeah. the more you think about it, the less sense it makes. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think we're both chopping at the bit, aren't we, to be spoiler
0: for here. So um here comes the horn. So if you don't want to be spoiled from um from now on I'd, I'd um switch off or cover your ears and sing a pretty song to yourself in the next 10-15 minutes. So um let's talk about James Franco first.
1: He's laughing all the way to the bank, isn't he? He is. <laughs> So he was barely in
0: it. He's barely in it, and he got okay. paid. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the at the beginning of the film, we find we meet all the characters who were coming out of the cryogenic sleep after what's so like seven years or something, mm. and then they have to go back into the into the pods for the next seven years. But as they're coming out, there's like a malfunction with one of the pods, and James Franco is in that pod, and he's the captain of the ship. Yeah, he's the captain, uh, and he's also married to. Davis Daniels Daniels who, yeah. who is the fake Ripley and he so there's a big yeah there's a terrible accident and he is basically burnt to a crisp
1: That's, that was quite a graphic angle, yeah, so I wasn't expecting
0: that it was quite grim and I thought it was quite an interesting way to open the film as mm. well with like a big shocking tragedy um, but at the same time it's like when you don't really know the character so you don't care yeah you
1: can't it's hard to care
0: <laughs> you get to watch other people grieve him for him, but yeah, it's like
1: mm. but you're not you're not invested yeah. because Again, and most of the characters don't really have character. There's only really Billy Crudup. He gets a bit of character building, which I thought his character was quite good. Mm. He was flawed, but I think he's a decent actor. Yeah. So he did, I think he did the best with the bad, with what, with what he was given. <laughs> so Billy Crudup is uh,
0: Aram. Yeah. Is that what you say? saying? Um, and he was, the. He, so he sort of has to step up, doesn't yeah. he? After, um, after Captain Franco dies. He has to step up to the plate, and, and he, he um he's, like, a man of faith, isn't he? So yeah. everyone's a scientist on the ship except him. Except he's like, him. He's a believer. Um, and then you've got... So you've got Catherine Waterston as Daniels, who's the fake Ripley. You've got Danny McBride as Tennessee. Uh, and then if he was as, I mean...
1: no-one else gets a name, do they Does anyone else get... Ricks. just Jussie Smollett, who was
0: in um, Empire, he plays Jamal in Empire. He's in this, and he plays Ricks, and he's the guy who gets killed in the shower. Oh, the yeah, yeah. Um, and Faris, who really fucking annoyed me, who's, like, the medic who's down on the grounds with them and locks the girl in the room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's, like, the worst medic in the world who's just sort of panicked the minute something bad happens. Run away. I just, uh, I, uh. She just screams, runs away, and starts shooting at flammable <laughs> liquids. <laughs> it's just preposterous. Don't if, you, I, I it, yeah. if you're going to shoot, it's something at least hazy. I know. So they land on this planet... And then um, uh, so they all sort of split up, and then you've got. Um, they're trying to find the source of the signal, aren't they? They're trying to find the signal, which is John Denver. There's a there's a character, led and he goes off for the Siggy and he's sitting in the woods, and then this like plant he stands on. Yeah, He on stands like a on a
1: pod, and on some spores come out.
0: Yeah, um, and the spores, you watch as the spores sort of float up into the end, then go into his ear, and that's like that's like the new version of the facehugger, isn't it? Well. well
1: yeah we'll the, come back to that but yeah the much less exciting version <laughs> yeah. of, of a, a Facebooker. <laughs> yeah that's how you get infected. but again the more you think about that the less sense it makes yeah. I, I find because when you find out what David's been doing you just it's like, why what, what, what? I don't quite understand what David was doing no, I, think I, don't, that tuned out was I bit... don't think the writers knew what yeah. he was doing
0: so the spore goes into this guy's ear, and he suddenly becomes ill, and he gets. He, so he goes back. Um, he goes back to the to the to the uh, landing craft where yeah. Faris is. What is there? And she is. She. I think she's meant to be a medic. Yeah. And but the minute he sort of gets ill, she panics and locks him in and locks him in with another girl who's like screaming, "Let me out!" Something horrible is happening. Isn't
1: that um Darling McBride's? That Tennessee's wife isn't it? I think. She's,
0: that's Faris, yeah. 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 And she's fucking useless. And then, so then we have like another version and basically the Alien franchise since Alien has has um capitalised on the John Hurt scene, hasn't it? Yeah. There's been a different version of that scene and everything What is it? On. It's like, was it a backburst? This, this time, this time it was back. Yeah. Yeah. um it's like a little mini Alien thing, isn't
1: it's it? It's just, yeah, but as soon as it comes out of him, it's the size of a cat but it just murders people. Yeah. It's like, it's, why is it so strong?
0: Look, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Um, so that, that situation escalates very badly, very quickly. And then you've got Faris like, fire, trying to fire at the alien while screaming hysterically and blowing things up on the ship. D- destroys the whole ship. And but... destroys it. So then the rest of the team are left stranded on the ground on this planet. somebody who looks suspiciously like Obi-Wan Kenobi comes <laughs> and rescues them. And that turns out to be Michael Fassbender as, as David. So I forgot to mention, already we've got Walter, who's like a, a, a He's a more advanced, yeah. More advanced version of him. With an American accent also played by Michael Fassbender. So you got the two of them, sort of... Two for the price of one. Two for the price of one. Um, and I must say, the pervert in me was thinking, I want to see those two kiss by the end of the film. And they did, so, you mm. know, it delivered on that. It delivered on that. You do get Michael Fassbender but kissing Michael it, Fassbender. Did You were thinking that. You said
1: that, but did you think you'd actually get to see that?
0: No, I probably <laughs> But If I was writing it, I probably wouldn't have the brass neck to try and put it in there either. You know? <laughs> um, even I would think that's
1: a bridge too far. Yeah. <laughs> It gets better than that, though.
0: <laughs> it does get better than that. So you've got, like... So you've, got, you've seen the alien, you've seen the xenomorph, and... Well,
1: it's the new... It's not the xenomorph, yeah, it's the... What they call it the neomorphs neomorphs. The mini morph? Mini morph, yeah. Because he told... I would think... I'm getting a bit ahead, but... It's like David explains to people that when the alien goo... Exists on a planet. Its natural evolution is to become this pod yeah. that shoots spores out. Yeah. Probably the best scene in the film. I thought, you know, where he turns up with the derelict ship, doesn't he? Yeah. From Prometheus. Yeah. And he's got all like the goo pods in the bottom of the ship. Yeah. So I all the engineers gather around to see what's happening, and he just drops it all on them. Yeah. And he just all get just get That, was, that was interesting. That was really good. That, that was, was a really really good yeah. scene. Yeah. So all that goo that's left over naturally turns into these pods and that's become a natural life cycle right I see
0: so David takes them to this uh, city of yeah the it's like the engineer city engineer city and uh, I mean that's quite it's quite amazing to look at isn't yeah. it especially on a big screen and I do recommend you see this on a big screen however I will say I was tempted to go to the IMAX and pay 30 quid to see this film okay, glad you didn't. for two of us and I'm glad that I went to a normal big screen really? and paid 16 quid for the two of us Um <laughs> I wouldn't waste my IMAX uh, money on this but uh, see it on a big screen if you can some amazing shots like that and then um, David so then you've got David and Walter so what, yeah what I was going to say was you, you get exposed you, you sort of meet the mini morph yeah. you you get this sort of action mm. you get all this sort of uh, explosions a bit of horror a bit of action and then they decide to devote another 15 minutes to
1: David teaching Walter how to play the flute yeah it, what that, the hell I know it just I think that's again like the identity of it it's, if it wanted to do this kind of ponderous sci-fi and you know give you mm. you know food food for thought then it, it could have done that but it didn't it tried to tread so many different
0: you know areas yeah.
1: and it it failed yeah
0: I, think. I felt like if it had just been a straight up action mm. sequel yeah then I'd have enjoyed it a Or lot just make more. it just
1: more of a sci-fi, a straightforward sci-fi film. Yeah. Because if they want to explore this kind of like Frankenstein, I suppose that's what they're going for, really, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. With all the references to Shelley and Byron. Yeah. If they want to go for that story, then that's fine. Go for yeah. that. But some of the creative choices in this film just made me made me scratch my head. I mean,
0: even down to like David's hair when you, when you yeah. first meet him, David's got long hair and it yeah. looks utterly preposterous.
1: Yeah, I think he's supposed to be in Prometheus. He's obsessed with uh, Lance of Arabia, isn't he? So I think he's meant to be like a Rose you know, with like long hair. But it just looks stupid. It does.
0: It made people giggle in the in the cinema. It, and it did. made Me giggle. But why does a
1: robot hair grow anyway? Why? Well, how could it grow? <laughs> I and mean,
0: then you get to see. him... Don't, don't think about it. Just, just run with it. Then you get to see him cutting his hair while he's yeah. singing a little tune to himself.
1: Yeah, what was he singing? I don't know. It was on that. I
0: thought it was a Bowie song for a minute, but I thought no, well, maybe not. It was sort of weird he was singing, wasn't it? And then um, so then yeah, you have the amazing scene with the two with David and Walter, so the two Michael Fassbenders, and um, you get lines like so he's teaching them how to play the flutes and you get a line where he says, "Watch me, I'll do the fingering."
1: <laughs> what is it?
0: Just just blow. I'll do the fingering. Well, you blow. I'll do the fingering. Um, that a certain there are lines throughout that same way. You just think they they had to know yeah. how how ridiculously camped yeah. this is.
1: I was waiting, I was waiting for a slide whistle effect. <laughs> 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 that would have been good.
0: That would have been good. So David is mental, um, and he's doing all kinds of experiments, and he's yeah. sort of raising the aliens, isn't he? Yeah.
1: Do you see Shaw? You see Elizabeth Shaw from the uh, from Prometheus. Yeah. He's he's got it in his lab. He's got it, but however, before that, we see her grave. Yeah.
0: And how is there a headstone on that planet? Where did he get like? How did he engrave it? What? Did, where did he get the tools to create a headstone?
1: Don't don't know. Don't, don't know.
0: Yeah, I'm scratching my head on that one. So, he so what's he doing? He's he's doing these experiments to try and find the perfect alien, is that right?
1: It seems. Well, yeah, we don't really know why. I think uh, I think the try. I see to try to go. I think for like a Frankenstein type story where because he have this conversations only about David saying I met my creator and it's like what did you do to him? And it's like I killed him. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's like man creates robots. Robot creates alien. Alien kills man. So uh, Yeah. I think that's what they're going for.
0: Yeah, and he thinks it's the most perfect life form, doesn't he? He wants to take it as far as he can. He wants it he wants to spread this sort of alien virus throughout the throughout the galaxy and beyond. Whilst playing fucking Titanic moods on his flute. (laughs) Pan pipe
1: pipe melodies. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um so, yeah, you kind of... the arguable poetry for it as well, don't they? Byron and Shelley. Yeah. Ozymandias, Ozymandias poem is the, the arguable who wrote that. I feel
0: like... I feel like you've got people coming to see an alien movie who are going to be disappointed. Yeah. You've got people who come to see a wanky Ridley Scott... Uh, posh, uh, ponderous sci-fi, sci-fi movie... who yeah, will be disappointed. ...who are going to be disappointed. Yeah. Um, you've got people expecting a coherent script who are going to be disappointed. <laughs> um... <laughs> So I don't really know who this film's gonna no. please. It pleased me on the, on a very on a very uh, aesthetic level. I thought yeah, it was no. great. Action sequences when they came were really good. Yeah, they, they were decent. So David is evil, and he he kills David kills Walter. Walter's not quite dead, and then there's another fight to the death between the two of them. Walter throughout Walter loses his hand to alien acid blood, um, and then in the next scene after you've seen David and Walter fighting to the death it's like a mad flight to get away from the planet because the aliens are taken over and oh Tennessee has come down to rescue them Tennessee comes down to rescue them much in the way Bishop did in aliens Mm. and next thing um, Walter comes running out of the of the um, temple or whatever it is you know don't go without me kind of thing and you do just think that's David. He's killed his yeah. own hand. He's kill balls and he's cut his own hands off. Yeah. They get on the. They get. They sort of manage to get to the shuttle and as they get away. an aliens sort of hitch to rise. And then you do have a great scene with um with Daniels, um going sort of head to head with the alien on on the, the roof of the shuttle while they're trying to take off. And after,
1: after crying for ninety minutes. After crying
0: for ninety. Minutes. <laughs> and that looks amazing. But by that point, again, she hasn't been written in a way no. that you Care about her, none no. of the characters are, are, have enough time to shine in mm-hmm. a way. There's like, no. there's almost too many of them, yeah. There's too many of them that don't get enough characterization. They spend all the time with David, yeah. to make it his film, I think,
1: yeah. Because there's those like the woman who yeah, I thought that was a really good bit. The woman I can't even remember what her name is. Um, someone walks into the room and they just see a body's on the floor and her head's the a head floating in the pool. There's a head yeah. floating in the pool nearby, and I thought that, that's pretty good, that's yeah, an effective little shock yeah. but yeah but you weren't invested in a character so yeah everyone's
0: just sort of a red shirt <laughs> yeah basically yeah, cookie cutter alien fodder includes on in the heroin really okay walter where is it
1: it's on b deck, starboard side descending into sea level sixty
0: one, open airlock seventeen. We're going in. secure. Um, and you kind of you you know that this is David's film, so you know that he's sort of going to have um, mm. the last laugh. And and his last laugh gave me a massive laugh at the end. So spoiler effect. Um. David's back on the ship, there's only two people alive mm. after all of this and it's time for them to go back into their pods to sleep for seven years and um, Tennessee goes into his pod and then who who we think is Walter is helping um, fake Ripley get into her pod but then at the last minute we realise it's not Walter, it's David and he gives her, like a little camp mm. wave and, and locks it in there and she's, so he's won basically mm. and um he goes into the sort of chamber where all of the colonists are yeah. frozen, and they've got embryos for for people that they're going to raise on the colony. And he coughs up a couple of fair balls—a like cat—and they're like mini aliens. Yeah, eggs. mini alien embryos. And he pops them in with all of the colonists, so they're sort of you know that they're off to colonize a planet with aliens as well. And the last line is, um, "Sleep tight, still at the back, books, bite.
1: Is that right? I think it is something like that. And
0: it's just unbelievably camp whilst he's listening to Wagner because all bad guys like Oh yes, yeah, He's the bad guy's got to. Yeah, he's the go to for um androids and Nazis, basically. Yeah. There's not much more I can say about it really. It's it's just ridiculous. It's just yeah,
1: it is. daft. I, when what when the film finished I was in, I was sitting there and I just had to laugh. I was like, what the fuck have I just watched? Yeah. What but who who decided this was yeah. a good idea? Yeah. Yeah. It's like Just the dialogue choices, some of that, those bits, and you think, someone's, a producer's looked at that script and gone, yeah, that's that's fine, That's that's a perfectly acceptable line of dialogue for a horror film.
0: I know, it doesn't bode well for Blade Runner, does it? If you think Ridley Scott thought that this was
1: good. yeah. Well, he's not directing... No. ...it's that us. Uh, but it's a produ- he's a producer, I mean, sometimes they've got more power. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, I imagine Scott probably has a lot of power over this. Yeah. Because it doesn't bode well. I think, I, I think someone should just take it away from him. Just stop, yeah. stop letting him make things.
0: I've seen a lot of people get really wound up over this film and really upset about it on social media and really angry... But part of me does want to say, what, what else do you expect? Yeah, you what just, what do you expect from your cynical money making Cash nah, Cow sequel? You, you, you you know. You've just got to laugh at it, I suppose. Yeah. I know. didn't go in there with particularly high hopes. so no, neither, so sorry. I just enjoyed the spectacle of it.
1: Although well, I did read some really good reviews beforehand. I like, saw so The yeah. Telegraph gave it five stars and I was like, What the hell? Yeah. one Brown Envelope went to the Telegraph's uh, letterbox a few days before maybe what
0: would you uh, if you were giving it like House of Five how many stars would you give it House of Five
1: I mean two and a half three tops I'd I'd give it three being kind because it does entertain yeah it's at least entertaining it's just again it suffers for not the more you think about it the less it makes sense yeah don't think about it yeah, if you, it's, with Prometheus, Prometheus did the same. It was like, oh, is this twist where Charlize Theron's a robot. It added absolutely nothing to the yeah. storyline. It yeah. added nothing to her character. Yeah. It made no difference yeah. it, to anything. Um, it just, it, things happen for no reason. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's weird, isn't it? I mean, yeah, I'd give it three just to be just being kind, really. Um, I will say just switch your brain off and enjoy it mm. for what it is. Don't get so wound up. It's not Alien. The thing is, films like Alien come along and they're, they're sort of happy accidents. they big, the are yeah. amazing films. And then what happens is people, you know, the suits rub their hands together and think, how can we keep building yeah. this and get more money out of this? So that's why you get these sequels, yeah. you know, 30 years, 40 years yeah. later. That's
1: it. But you can't. You can't capture the lightning twice. Gonna, yeah, that's it never going to happen. not going to happen. You can't. You tried to make new replace Ripley and that didn't work. So yeah. you tried this new person as Ripley and... Doesn't look like that's worked. Yeah, a haircut annoyed me. He's a haircut annoyed me as <laughs> space well. Bowl alert, a space ballad.
0: <laughs> space <laughs> Oh. Yeah, there was so much fast us that annoyed me, and also you—you uh, you know Jussie Smollett Jussie Smollett in the in the shower, and he didn't get to see his ass. I don't know what that's all about. I wouldn't even looked at it after he was dead. But there
1: you go. Um, Can't win them all. You got Fast kissing himself so though. Fast
0: Bender kissing himself.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, you just have to laugh. I'm. I wasn't expecting much after Prometheus but I just have to laugh would you think it's better or worse than Prometheus oh it's a tough one um probably better there's not as many stupid decisions like um, I'm a I'm a stellar cartographer I've just mapped this building I'm in with my drones five minutes later I'm lost in this building I've just mapped And <laughs> and the scientist the alien scientist who's like oh, this is a new undiscovered creature. I'll take my helmet off and run over to it and see what it does. Yeah. And, it just, and Idris Elba at the end just decides to kill himself. People and then, are yeah, people and then like do, just very stupid for no reason. And the other two characters, who, uh, that's, that Ben and one guy, isn't it? And the other guy from Game of Thrones, they just decided, oh... We've got no character in this film. We'll kill ourselves yeah, as well. we'll along
0: with your suicide. I, I, I must say, nothing quite beats Stone pace piece herself a cesarean No, and then being able to run around a planet in a spaceship for the next hour or so.
1: Or a, a robot only being able to run in a straight line. Yes, this is true. This is true. I'd say it's not as bad. It's not as it's not as egregious. I think maybe to not yeah. it's not that bad. But there's still bits where you th- if you think about it properly, like as you were saying with Davis and Walter before that when the fight when David tries to kill Walter he stabs him in the neck with a flute doesn't he yeah but when it zooms in on Walter you see his neck healing don't you you see yeah. it closes over when what they think is Walter turns up why is he sitting there stitching wounds in his face if he can heal himself um, how does she not realise that that's
0: and why didn't he in your hands after he had to um, burnt off
1: if he can heal himself well, you can probably heal like the flesh. Oh, worry, it's, like cosmetic. Yeah. Yeah. I see. But if all but that's like. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, another one for me was he, he's talking about creating this perfect creature, but then it exists naturally as like this spore that is undetectable. And as soon as you're infected, you're infected within like 20 minutes, an alien comes out here. But that's not good enough for him. So he thinks something with. A, an egg that you've got to bring people to with a face hooker is better it's than preferable. It's preferable. It's like <laughs> yeah. it, it's, it. you can be invisibly infected. Yeah. But no, that's not good enough. Yeah. It's got to be perfect, and we've got a convoluted egg, and you've got to, you know, yeah. someone's got to be near it and stick their head in. Yeah. Like Billy Cruts up he just walk, he just walks in and goes, "Oh, just look at that." Oh, okay. Yeah. And he sticks his head in. Yeah.
0: And um, the bit where Billy Cruz gets impregnated and then wakes up and just starts
1: having a conversation yeah. with, da- with David as well. Like, that scene was so annoying for me, where the, when the the actual first xenomorph pops out and it's like, it's got its arms It stands up
0: with its like, arms up and it, it's like, mimicking him.
1: It's like on parade almost, yeah, isn't it?
0: It mimics him. It's like, because it, David does the same actions hmm. with his hands and it hmm. copies him. Yeah. Like, I just. Like,
1: Daddy. I think when you were watching Alien, if you realised, if you thought to yourself, this alien was created by a mad robot, you, you know. Yeah. It, it didn't need explaining, yeah. but they've tried to do it anyway. Yeah. Just switch your brain off and enjoy what yeah. it is.
0: It is just, you know, it's like I said before, what else do you expect from your cynical cash-in sequels? Yeah. You know, it's... it's you I know, mean, yeah, get... it, it looks okay. I mean, there's some, good, nice.
1: there's some good acting scenes and there's some good scenes. I don't expect much of a plot, yeah. so <laughs> God, I shudder to think what the third one's going to be like well I think they probably might end up doing a bit of like a rogue one a Star Wars where right. I think it will probably tie in the very end of the next film will probably be the start of Alien, alien. As a, well it's just a, a theory but I think David's consciousness or something to do with David will go to Ash Right. you know the robot in yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. there's going to be something like that that's how he knows there's an alien he's looking for ah uh, okay because that's his, his, like, his directive in I, you know, Get the Life Form. Yeah. So that's how Ash knows as well. So I think there's going to be something to do with that. So the end of the film, the end of this next Alien film, will probably be maybe a CGI Ash. Right. So getting, you, getting on the, the strobe. So you could have actually got quite a kick-ass
0: um, film, one film out of this whole idea, mm. couldn't you? But, but what we've got is a... Dragged out trilogy a bit like, yeah. that, a bit like the Hobbit films <laughs> yeah oh well there you go let us know what you think of Alien Covenant do you agree with what we've said Um, if so let us know Um, you can get John Cthulhu 502 and I'm um, at Johnny Larkin or email us at screamingqueens at gmail.com um, and yes we will be back in a couple of weeks with our next podcast do join us for that we'll be playing our piccolo and everything
1: Maybe a slide and trombone instead. (laughs)